welcome to episode 5 of Talk About Board Games. This week we talk about some games that we've purchased and played recently, we visit some peaked interests that we have, as well as we play our featured game this week, Eldritch Horror. to another episode of Talk About Board Games. This is our fifth episode, and you're joining me, Fred, and my wife, Nicole, on this fifth game. Now, officially, <laughs> or fifth, fifth, fifth of the one, this is, what's, this is what's good. We, at this point, have finally gone live on the internet. We find, we've, we've recorded four episodes just to have a buffer. Because of the work I do, there's no way I can keep up. Potentially, you know, doing even an episode every two weeks. But, because sometimes I don't even play a game for two weeks. Yeah. But in this case, we've, we've got a, we got a buffer going. We actually have our website, talkaboutboardgames.com up. We have a Facebook for Talk About Board Games. We have... A Twitter feed. That's right, but it's not Talk About Board Games. It no. was... Because that's T- too long. Yeah, so it's at TA Board Games. That's right, right? TA Board Games. Yes. And that's our that's our our Twitter. Now Go Twitter. <laughs> uh, now that we're live and stuff, we've we've done a lot of pre production and of course our episodes will continue to evolve. Uh, you know, every episode will have potentially, you know, new segments or whatever. We're gonna continue to work on that. Like we even feature in a new song this in this one and uh, it's coming what? up later. I know, right? That's exciting. <laughs> I did finally get my Kickstarter copy of Tiny Epic Defenders. Now you haven't played this yet. No. I got a chance to play this. This is this thing fits fits the bill of something I really like, which is a small table space, and it probably plays in about eighteen square inches of table space. That's pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. And uh, eighteen square or eighteen by eighteen because it's a whole different thing. Eighteen by eighteen. That's not eighteen. Eighteen inches square. square inches. Oh, inches square. I thought you said square inches. I was like, that's a different thing. Oh, Nicole. I've been watching King of the Nerds, so I'm trying to not have Moby <laughs> yell at me and tell me I don't know nerd, because actually I really don't. I'm, I'm not that good at math, unfortunately. <laughs> he just wanted to make sure he, that they knew that he was nerdier than they were. Right. Anyways, uh, so I played this this uh, at a Long John Silver's of all places on a table in there. Why are you always end up at Long John Silver's? Oh, Travis loves Long That's John Silver's. That's where you were playing. You played a different <laughs> game there, too. What was it? You know, I one time I played uh, a card oh, game. Hanabi. Yeah, cause... I played Hanabi there, and a guy walked by, and this—that's a totally different lesson. That's that's the lesson of don't demean people just because they don't know what your game is, which is when a guy walks up and sees you playing Hanabi and says, "Hey, that is that kind of like Uno?" Yeah, it is. Kind of. It's got colors and, and numbers. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much like. It's Uno. It's pretty cool. You should check it out. Yeah, just tell him and it's like that. this is what I said. He goes, "Is that like Uno?" I said, "Yeah." Except we play each other's cards. That's the only difference. And he goes, huh. And he stood there, this guy, and watched Travis and I play for like a minute and just like, oh, take it easy. And took off. That's pretty cool, though. Weird, right? I wonder if he ended up picking it up. Maybe. I doubt it. Seriously. Probably not. But, you know. but uh, the good news is is, I, I, is that we won our second game, but it was on the easiest setup of Tiny Epic Defenders. Right. 
And, uh, you know, it, it was kind of fun because, you know, we're just starting off on this whole board game thing. And I sent, I shot a tweet out on our, on our thing that said, we won Tiny Epic Defenders. Not bad, but I felt like it was a lot of luck, which it is. <laughs> it was a coin toss ending. I'm not going to kid you. Yeah. At the end, it was, I, we flipped the card off of this deck and I said, okay, if it's your turn card, then we win. If it's an enemy card, we lose automatically. And we flipped it and it was Travis's turn card and that's how we won. That but was the exciting, finale. exciting, right? It was. It's okay. I'm not going to give it a, an amazing rating or anything like that. It's it's decent. Yeah. But like I said, for a game that plays in 15 minutes, is fully cooperative, and fits in in an 18 by 18 you know square of table, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty compact. It's it's it does live up to its name. But what was cool is after I sent this tweet out that we won our second game, old Michael Coe with Gameland Games actually you know. He must have had it set up to, to actually, to you know, search for his, his game in there. But he actually said, easy mode, and winky made fun face. of me for it. He gave you a winky face. Yeah, he made fun of me too, though, right? Yeah, well, he played it on easy, and you said his game was just luck. Oh, I can't imagine how but lucky that ending it like... for, for normal <laughs> or hard. But it's still, it is nice that he... We're kind of new to the whole Tweety, Facebooky. Things so we don't we're yeah we're learning all that stuff and so thank you for uh, sharing with us we appreciate it yeah for sure we definitely appreciate any kind of feedback we can get so keep it coming yep and uh, beyond that I mean I I got like Ninja Dice and I got Red Seven now you played Red Seven I did I took it to work and Angela and I played what do you think of it we just played the basic mode of it because by the time we got our lunch ready and. Got sat down and read the rules. We we didn't have very much time left to actually play anything, uh, but we really enjoyed it. We're going to yeah. play it again and uh, now Red play Seven the harder parts. Of Red Seven's it. really cool. It, it this is the core idea of Red Seven. Your turn starts and somebody else is winning the game. You have to put yourself in the position to win the game every turn. If you're not winning the game at the end of your turn, you lose. Right. That's the core idea of the game, and that that's that that's kind of a fun idea because and you do that through like sort of like changing the rules of what's the current rule and you know giving yourself extra copies of cards or the highest number and they have all these little ways that you could be the winner right now and uh, you you I think in the basic rules you just play till you run out of cards. Well, or till you till you can't win. Yeah, or until you can't win. Because we just played like the one hand. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. It's it's a pretty cool game. I think I think I think Red Seven's pretty neat. They call it Red Seven because that's like the that's the starting rule. That's the starting rule. Is the highest red the highest card. red card is the winner, and Red Seven is the highest card because it's kind of like colors of the rainbow <laughs> in order of importance. So a Red Seven is worth more than an Orange Seven, worth more than a Yellow, and on down. Yeah. So. But then the, all the different colors have different rules. So all the red cards are going to be the highest card wins. But then like, and I can't remember which color stands for what, but like one of them is uh, if you have the most pairs, then you win. No, not pairs. Most of the same number. Not pairs. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> I just started thinking, there's no fruit in this game. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but um, so yeah, all the yellow cards, for example, would say... Whoever has the most of one number wins. Yes. So, and then you just, you can change the rules or you can just play another card that means you win based on the rule that's existing. 
Cool. I thought it was neat, but I honestly, I thought it was very Flux-like, so I'm surprised that you like it, because you don't like Flux. I think once we get the advanced rules in, it'll be a lot more fun. Well, yeah. Because Flux is, oh my god. <laughs> I like Flux. I think it's... Look, I played, I played Cthulhu Flux probably three weeks ago. Yeah. And the guy I was playing with said, I, I, he said, I don't think I'm going to like this game. And that's up front when I was just teaching him the base rules. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the game, I, he won. And it, and it was just, didn't like it? it was just a top deck win. Again, I flip over the card and it automatically makes me win kind of thing, which is typical flux. And uh, he said, I said, what do you think now? And he goes, well, I think it was a little better than I thought it would be, but that's probably because I won. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. I still think it's fun. <clears throat> it's all right. I still think it's a little more of an activity because there's so much that's not in your control, but it's still fun. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. But then you like Red Seven, and I thought it was very similar. So I think it's a little better. Okay. All right. Well, all right. here we're gonna come up on some uh, peaked interest this week. <sighs> Wow, would you look at that? Magnificent. Here are some peaked interests. All right, Nicole, do you have a peaked interest this week? You don't? I kind of have a shout out to encourage people to talk to us, give us some comments, and tell me uh, what games are good for two players at lunch when you have maximum of probably 50 minutes to play your game and eat. That's oh. my interest. I want two-player fun games that Angela and I can play at lunch. I'm having a lot of fun. It's, I, I've been wanting somebody I can play with at lunch, but my, my lunch hour is, here's your hour. That's all you're going to get. Don't go over. Get well, back and Angela's like in a different department, so she can actually play at the same time as you, whereas your, your other girls other you work with have can't. to kind of trade off. Well, they can. We just can never be on break at the same time. Right. But yeah, she can. If I if I go to lunch within a certain reasonable time period, then yes, she can go with me. Well, I know there's plenty of games out there, so you might get some answers for that. And and just for the record, we played Sushi Go and Star Realms. She really liked that. We got to play that again, but we haven't gotten to have lunch together again since. You should take Summoner Wars. Summoner Wars. I've got the small version of it. How long does that take? Thirty minutes to teach. No. There you go. It takes 10 minutes to teach. We only get to play like once a week to once every other week at this point. So right. maybe I can just give her the rules and say, learn this. Do it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm well, getting my, bossy now. <laughs> well, my peaked interest uh, this week, I just kind of, they just wrapped up their campaign. And I, I kind of, if, uh, and I just got the notification that I'm getting more miniatures or the rest of my miniatures from uh, my myth Kickstarter, but specifically, this is about the <laughs> miniature madness that kind of happens on Kickstarter. And I just noticed that Conan raised $3.3 million, and I'm, I don't know, I'm just not sold on the game. I, yeah. I looked at it and I watched the playthroughs, and I was just like, eh. Eh, doesn't scratch your itch. I think, I think it scratches itches I, I, that I've already got, you know, stuff that's. You know, scratched. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes any sense. Well, part of 
of it might be for you too, though. You you did back Myth, and that was what like two years ago, nearly two years ago. And you and don't have all your parts and pieces. Well, now I was missing like five of those things or something like uh-huh. that. Five of these little skeleton guys or right. whatever, and they are going to send me like fifteen now. Well, that's nice. We appreciate that. It's been two years. Oh. I'm just saying that probably makes it a little bit like eh, if I really want to do this or. But it's just and we still we still haven't even played that game. That's the worst part of it. But these games these games regularly raise millions of dollars like yeah. this. You know, if someone goes into that like I'm going to give you a hundred little plastic figures that that are fantasy styled, will it's just like almost automatically making a million dollars. Like another yeah. example, uh, Shadows of Brimstone. That was another one that, that they just were going to give you a, just a you know gobs of miniatures. How much will you give us? And and everyone wants that. Now does that I yeah. mean does that tickle you at all? Like whenever you say whenever you look in and you see a box full of little figurines and stuff, and you're going to get to have this little totem on the board that Sometimes. represents you, and the enemies are are three dimensional like that. I don't know. See, for me, it really. I don't. I parts parts was parts. <laughs> <laughs> was that an old commercial? No, seriously though, if I see a whole bunch of little meeples yeah. in a box, I get just as excited as if I see a whole bunch of little miniatures. Really? Yeah, I, because they're just little gray chunks of plastic. See, like when when I see like the the Star Wars like X wing miniatures, like those pre painted Tie Fighters, I go. That's a little Ooh, different. Wow, I like look at those. But see, that game I don't really like that much. So you should though. I know. I'm but... gonna make you play it ten more times. Oh my god, we'll put it on the five for five. We'll think about it. <laughs> Maybe I um, will. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got a little sassafras there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think if they were painted, I probably would get a little more excited. But yeah. I, get some, I get really kind of, ooh, So like you know. a, a yellow meeple in a box. Let's say a Carcassonne yellow meeple is Here's, as exciting as a gray fantasy me, flight miniature. Or yes, because for me, I see the little meeples. I see the little whatever the parts are. I see... Via Appia sitting here in front of me because we still haven't finished it up. Um, with it all better, the little <laughs> fake rock chunks. Do what? If it was better, we would have. Hey, hey. Anyhow, I got the little <laughs> fake rock chunks and the little push broom thing. I get to push the little rocks around. That's exciting because I know it's something I'm going to be able to, to do. So you like game pieces, but not necessarily those figurines I'm talking it about. It doesn't excite me more because with those, then I have this whole fear of, oh my god, this looks fancy. What am I going to have to do? Mm-hmm. How many rules am I going to have to understand? <clears throat> is this too adventure Am I going to have to keep track of stats? Is, is it too D&D like? Is it some kind of adventure where... I guess part of my problem is like storylines. Yeah. I know you like the storylines, you dig it a whole lot. But oh, even when I play <laughs> on the when in my video game days, which I still like video games but not like I used to, of RPGs, there was a lot of them. If it was too story driven, I got bored. I did not care that much because if I didn't get to play it for a while, I'd forget what was going on and then who's this guy? What do I care? Okay, whatever. Hmm. And I just push little buttons and try and beat everybody. Yeah. So I like the pushing the buttons and beating everybody down. I'm the run in there, kick butt, get out person. I don't really care about the story. And I figure when I see those miniatures, there's going to be story I have to follow. And oh god, I don't know. I, I can't. I don't even have time to read a book. So why? Well, would I... I mean, I I I mildly get excited by them, but only because when I see a figurine, it usually means there's going to be story in the game. I know that's what you like. So I, I get like excited because I'm like, oh my god, they've made miniatures. Maybe there's a storyline that comes out when you play it. 
Yeah. And that's that's exactly what I think when I see it. But most of the time, these games are just like a pile of miniatures. And that yeah. doesn't excite me at all. Yeah. I, I want to be... I want to have a storyline. I want to feel like something comes to life. And, I mean, I just... This is the bad thing is I, I don't have the acquisition disorder that other people did. Like, I honestly, I didn't kickstart Conan. I just didn't care about the game. And it seemed... You thought about it, though. I thought about it because I was like, well, I like Conan... The story, I love the Conan. The I, I mean, well... Is I, that, no, I don't even know. I was going to make a bad joke. Move on. Okay. <clears throat> Moving on. The, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really like Conan. I, I think he's... I think he's a great story. I think he's he's really, you know, this this sort of, you know, lawless spirit wandering these fantasy sort of countrysides and stuff. It's really neat. He was Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Well, in the, in the movie? movie, but I'm not even talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> The movie was fine. It's James Earl Jones as good as he ever looks, okay? He was in that? <laughs> yeah, he was the snake guy. I don't think I ever watched it. Okay. So well, maybe we'll have that's to watch it. I think there may be an orgy in it. Ew. <laughs> I'm just playing. Is this on Netflix, though? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, Probably. move on. But the latest one that has got me kind of like, got my itch kind of going, and this is specifically because I know that we have friends that would love it, is that Ghostbusters game by Cryptozoic. Does that have miniatures? Yes. There's a little Slimer? Yes. Are they painted? No. You'd have to paint them. But they actually have all four of the Ghostbusters. They the have... boys or the girls that they're coming out with? The boys, because okay, the good. girls are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. As a girl, I agree. Okay. I, I'm not. But, uh, meh. you know, and I, I went online, you know, today, in fact, and watched some of the playthrough videos, and it's just kind of. Eh. Of the Ghostbusters? Yes. The the game's just kind of okay. Huh. I mean, I, I don't get a sense of, of storyline from it. You don't so get it, a sense of busting ghosts? I mean, you, you get to level up your guy, but I bet it's the okay. kind of game where at the end of it, you're back to level one, and you're only leveling up during that encounter or whatever you're doing, because there'd be no point. You don't, you're not going to collect new items, or you're not going to get the up t- upgraded proton pack or something like that. So do you think this is going to be like a new trend? Tons of miniatures and no substance? No. <laughs> Movie-themed games. <laughs> I don't know. This is, this is like, like I said, it's my Cryptozoic, and it's... Cryptozoic's the same people who uh, did Epic Spell Wars, the Battle Wizards, Duel at Mount Skullsfire. Say that five times fast. No, don't. No, that's too many words. That is a lot. That game's great. That game's great. And by the way, it's getting a sequel. Okay. And it's going to be called uh, Rumble at Castle Tentacle. Tentacle what? Tentacle. Okay. Like tentacle, but can kill people there. (laughs) That game's totally worth playing. But I, I don't think that Ghostbusters is probably... I don't know. I'll have to look at it. I, I'll probably watch more, but there's. I watched. I started watching their actual like full playthrough video, and it was. I, I couldn't do it, and it's just. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know if I'm gonna back it now or not. I was almost. It was almost a sure thing because I was like, in my brain, I'm going. You know who would love this? Matt, Matt. would love this. And if I had this game, Matt would would be thrilled to bust ghosts every single time he was over. Most people would be thrilled to bust ghosts. I know. It's I too would. bad that ghosts aren't real. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, that you know what's funny is that, that Cryptozoic is giving a sequel. I just noticed this too today. That they're giving a sequel to Epic Spell Wars of the Battle Wizards Duel at Mount Skullsfire. A fun game. Uh-huh. 
But they're not giving a sequel to the movie-licensed board games of the Hobbit movies. We've got the dice-rolling game that they've come out with, the first movie and the second movie. I don't think they're going to come out with a third movie board game. So we'll never have, because it was, it was a modular... It was supposed to be like the three-part... It was the Didn't one with we... all those boards in it. Yeah. Where, where you're going through missions and you're rolling Yahtzee-style dice and trying to complete like these the missions. First... We played the first one, and then we waited, and then the second one came out, and we didn't get to play it. And... Yes. And, and I they're don't not think... doing a third? I don't believe they are. Well, that's lame. That's, that's the word right now. Maybe things will change, but there's been zero announcement, and guess what? The movie's already come and gone. Yeah. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. Was that at Christmas? I don't know. I didn't see. I'm waiting for the Blu-ray trilogy super deluxe version. Yeah. <laughs> I still tell people your joke about that, though. What? The oh, the, the Hobbit. God, that <laughs> no, this is my joke. I'll tell it. <laughs> yeah, please. I went, to, I went to Office Depot, and I saw a Hobbit calendar. And I pointed at the calendar, and uh, this this fella comes up, and he, he says, he says, can I help you find anything, sir? And I go, hey, I just noticed you have a Hobbit calendar. And he said, yeah. And I go, is that just got the first four months of the year? <laughs> I thought it was so funny. <laughs> I know, right? Because let's... Because it's, it's a it? trilogy. I know, right. It, everybody believed it should have been one movie. It should it, have been one movie. And it, and it ended up three. It and he shouldn't ends up have adding been three tons movies. of stuff and tons of melodrama to make it three movies. It but, doesn't make any sense. Oh, I still like it, though. The, oh, God. Yeah, but The Lord of the Rings was a trilogy. So were the books. Right? There yeah. were three of them. Yeah, but one, if, you two, didn't, if you didn't abbreviate those, everybody would be asleep. But The Hobbit was smaller than any of those. The Hobbit was like the closest to Dungeons and Dragons that Tolkien ever went. So I was like thrilled. <laughs> it was getting expanded. I don't know. I liked the Hobbit cartoon a lot. Yeah. And well, that was just one movie. They could have done it. Well, you know what, Nicole? What? This week, we played Eldritch Horror. Oh, and yeah. And because we played Eldritch Horror, we get to actually talk about, about that. All these games have Boom, what about that? <laughs> <laughs> New song. Well, what about that? What's the theme of this? Uh, Elder horror. horror is a horror game. <laughs> but you know, it's funny is that even though this is a horror game, I would say this is this is one of the closest to like an Indiana Jones game that you could ever play. Yeah, it's very adventure You've got like, it's another one of these ones that has a big map of the United States. No, world. Or of the world. Oh, and world. you get to fly all over the place to all these exotic locations. And every... No, there's no flying. Okay, there's boating and there's trains. There's <laughs> walking and then there's boating and there's trains. <laughs> okay. But anyways, Maybe yeah. Maybe a scooter. I don't know. Probably not. But, you know, each of these individual locations has a themed deck to it. And you get this, this sort of flavor coming through. But, you know, ultimately you're, you are fighting the Elder Gods. Right. And the Elder Gods are, are a creation ones. of H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. Yes. Now, this is like a theme, because it's open license, is way overdone. The whole cthulhu <laughs> bit? Everything, yeah. Cthulhu is H.P. Lovecraft license. Right. Or it's, it's an open license. It's, it's a property created by H.P. Lovecraft. So, when did that come about that it was open license? Like, how old does it something have to be? I have no idea. It just all it, all it means is that so, at some point, I believe that that someone didn't try to control it anymore, and it just they said it's too old; nobody can own it. After so many years of someone not controlling it, you can't have it back. Huh. You know, crazy. 
So I don't know how long it is. But everybody's just like jumped on that. Well, obviously everybody's jumped on that bandwagon. We just talked about Cthulhu Flux earlier. Yeah, and I mean they're just they just uh, the Kickstarters for Cthulhu Wars just came in. Remember that game we saw at Gen Con with the massive figurines? Yes. They were like yes. <laughs> they God, were the colors was... of the camels out of through the desert at that time. <laughs> <laughs> they had butter camels, butter they Cthulhus. They had butter demons. But they, <laughs> butter uh... demons. <laughs> But yeah, they they uh, it's it's obviously a well used license at this point, point. Yeah. and uh, you know I, rem- I I of course well before anyone started using this stuff like this, you know it, probably the only game that was out was Arkham Horror, and I think Arkham Horror may even go back to like the early eighties. Oh, I don't even know because it was it's it's a license that sort of transferred a couple times I think before it ended up in Fantasy Flight's hands. Really? Huh. Yeah. And so that's an old that's an old game. And of course, before that, they had the Call of Cthulhu uh, role playing game, and I used to role play that. And this is a, like a long time ago, but you know, initially, what brought my attention to H.P. Lovecraft is ridiculous because it was Iron Maiden. <laughs> because I had a poster that a guy gave me in a trade for like some toys, you know, like some Transformers, I think specifically that I was trading him. <laughs> This is, what, this is I was that young. I was I think I was in fifth or sixth grade. Yeah. And I traded Anthony, uh, this guy named Anthony, uh, some some Transformers, and he gave me this Iron Maiden poster, Motley Crue's Shout at the Devil, and <laughs> ACDC's Flick of the Switch. Okay. Is what I got in trade for like I think I think it may have been one Transformer. I think it may have just been like Grimlock or somebody like that. You know, right? So, what an Optimus Prime or anything? No, Grimlock's the uh, Tyrannosaurus. Oh, I think was, I, that's really cool. I, know, I think I traded him that for that stuff. And uh, on this poster, it was their Live After Death poster. And on this, you know, the Iron Maiden's mascot is this zombie-like rock and roller guy named Eddie. Eddie, I and know on that this, one. Yeah, and on <laughs> this particular album cover, this poster, Eddie's <laughs> busting up out of the dirt and lightning is striking him in the head. And on the tombstone... It actually has a quote by H.P. Lovecraft, which, of course, I was like, well, who is H.P. Lovecraft? Now, this is what, well... What was the quote? It was, that is not dead, which eternal lies, yet strange eons later, even death may die. <laughs> was that just off the top of your head? You just yes. remember? Boom! I had Boom. that poster on my wall forever. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it was super cool. I mean, if you look up Live After Death online, it's the coolest, one of the coolest album covers I've ever seen. But... I, I, <laughs> I just melted your mind, didn't oh, I? Oh, I love you. The, uh, but anyways, <laughs> I, you know, at that point, this is way pre-internet. Right. So there's no, there's no one to go to. If you went to someone at that time and said, who's H.P. Lovecraft? They'd be like, who? Who P. Lovecraft? And I'd be like, nobody. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually ended up going and looking it up, trying to figure out who it was. And, at and the library? I don't think I went to the library. I think it went to like B. Dalton or something like that. <laughs> B. Dalton, oh my gosh. <laughs> something like that, like a B. Dalton book okay, or something. B. Dalton was a miniature Barnes & Noble, basically. Same company. It was the mall version of like a big bookstore. Yeah. There were no well, coffee. It was. No, they were part of Barnes & Noble. Really? I think so. Maybe. But I found like some books there. And, and of course, they were all horror-based books. And, you know, I ended up getting one after that and reading stories. Yeah. And even then, I will tell you for a fact that even then, all the way up and well through like college, no one knew who this guy was. It wasn't until the internet that, that it became that it became pop culture. Big thing. Yeah. 
Because, and I, I researched I it a little bit, and I mean, it, it turns out the guy just kind of rose and fell in popularity every 10 or so years, but not anything compared to what's going on right now. Well, yeah. But We're, now, I, God, I, even people, everybody like sees all the Cthulhu stuff out there. Mm-hmm. I still don't think people actually, a lot of people actually know who Lovecraft is. I think they all, I don't know, maybe Cthulhu, because they all focus on Cthulhu, and Cthulhu is like one of the most boring things that he does. I mean, it's okay. I wouldn't call it his best story. Yeah. Not even by a long shot. I don't know. And yet that's the focus. And there's not just, Cthulhu's not the only elder god. In fact, he's he's talked about some, but all yeah. the other ones are talked about probably equal or more. See, I don't even know. I, I honestly, until you brought it up, I didn't even know anything about Lovecraft. And I yeah. was always a Stephen King girl. Yeah. Those are the horror stories I read. Yeah. Now, if we were playing Cujo the game... I'd whip you. No, I'm just kidding. Would that be great? <laughs> Try <and laughs> escape from the car before the dog attacks. <laughs> it's <laughs> a locked so in the car boring. card game. Can you imagine? <laughs> Please don't make that game. I know. I don't think it'll work. Uh, but The Shining would be good. Yeah. That'd be fun. But what do you? Uh, what's your take on 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 Eldritch Horror? What do you? What do you get from it? The game? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's like you said, it was a big adventure game, so it's a lot of fun to play. Yeah. We should go over the rules or something, though. All right. I wrote them out. Here we go. Hold on. The following is a true recount of a board gaming session. It is not merely a conversation. It contains the actual sounds of components, success and failure, and in-the-moment emotions from the incident itself. The archivists of this audio would like to remind the faint of heart that the people involved are not rules experts, did not design the game, and do not always play nice. No one was murdered in the playing of this game. What was that you were saying about rules? Because if we're going to talk about rules, it's time to talk about how to play. Okay, we got to go through quick, though. There's a lot to go over. But I condensed as much as I could. All right. Uh, so Eldritch Horror is a co-op game for one to eight players, inspired by the stories of H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, Eldritch Horror has each player take on the role of an investigator trying to gain clues and solve mysteries to defeat one of the Ancient Ones before they awaken and doom us all. Uh, because there are so many rules and nuances to this game, it has a rule book. And it also has a reference guide, so here is the super abbreviated, and there is so much more to this game, version of how to play. Uh, The game is played over several rounds, each consisting of three phases, action, encounter, and mythos. At the end of each round, the lead investigator may choose to pass the lead investigator token to another player or to maintain the position. During the action phase, starting with the lead investigator, each player may perform two of the following actions. Travel to an adjacent adjacent space, rest to regain one health and one sanity, trade possessions with another player in the same space, prepare for travel, and get a ship or train ticket which can be used to travel further during a travel action. Uh, Acquire assets. If you're in a city space, uh, you'll roll... uh, I'm going to try saying that again. You will roll dice to test your influence, so you may get nothing if you roll poorly. Uh, Or finally, component action, which is basically just using your investigator's special ability or the ability of one of your acquired assets. During the encounter phase, each player, again starting with the lead investigator, will resolve one encounter. If you're on a space containing one or more monsters, you must first resolve a combat encounter against each monster in the space. You pick the order. 
Then, if there are no monsters in the space, you may resolve another encounter, either a location encounter or a token encounter, if there is one on the space. And tokens will include clues, gates, expeditions, rumors, and possibly defeated investigators. During the Mythos phase, the lead investigator holds his breath and draws the top Mythos card. There's seven possible effects on each Mythos card that must be resolved in the order they appear. All of them are bad, except for one, Spawn Clues. Everything else brings you closer to losing. Throughout the game, you will resolve tests. Each investigator has five different skills, each with a number. That number represents how many dice you are going to roll to test that skill. One die is always the minimum, so you've got something for you. Uh, if you roll a five or a six, you succeed. If not, you fail. To win the game, you must solve three of the Ancient One's mysteries. If the Ancient One awakens, you will additionally need to solve the final mystery. Losing can happen in many ways, most of which are determined by the Ancient One you are competing against, so I'm not going to ruin those surprises. That's it in a nutshell. Very, very tiny nutshell for this very huge nut. Oh, man. That is, that's that's uh, as abbreviated, I think, as you can get. <clears throat> but, uh... We we played this game. We played it with uh, a couple of our friends. We played with Chris and Sabrina, and uh, we you know you start the game and there's several uh, elder gods or you know challenges that that vary how the game's going to play out and what type of enemies you're going to face. And in this one, we we didn't we we decided not to randomly draw one because I had just got an expansion for it, the first expansion. I can't remember what it's called. But we decided to use the, <laughs> that this, one expansion. We, Forsaken lore. I don't That's know. That's what it is. The uh, boxes in the other room. <laughs> we decided to play the uh, the new elder god from that one, which is this sort of snake demon creature called Yig, and uh, we'll see how that turns out here. Lead investigator. What is the old man do? Norman Withers, <laughs> the astronomer. Let me look at the stars and see what I. <laughs> Well, so where do the do. constellations say you should go? <laughs> London, <Let me>. baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let me consult my whiskers. <laughs> okay, so I am going to London. And I have to confront Hi. the ghoul. I had a gerbil named Whiskers. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying to do, Whiskers? Okay, Nibble, so... Huh? All right. <laughs> I have a will of four, plus Nibble. I get an extra one to roll against for sanity. Is that what I'm doing? Yes. All right. And I got two successes, plus I get to roll another so one. You can, so you pass the sanity roll, so I have to fight it. Oh, okay. Fighting. Oh, I'm wimpy. I've only got two strength. Well, let's take about? my two good die here. Those are wise strength points, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. You know how to <laughs> fight effectively, right? That's a success. Yes. You got but a you success. Had to, you had to get two. You had to get two. Darn! So, so you, you damage him, but he damages you? Yep. You do one point of damage to the ghoul, and he does one point of damage to you. Well, that's... You're not as young as you used to be. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, you can hear that we're, uh, you know, right off the bat, we're, we're, we're jumping right in. I mean, immediately you're encountering spaces and doing this this sort of classic adventure game staple, I'm finding now. Yeah. This is this is kind of I think it's almost like a stereotype now, you know. What do you mean? I mean that they have like a stat. The stat has a number. The number represents how many dice you roll to try to succeed at a number. Because you know this is a. Uh, well, how else are you gonna play it? Well, I don't know. Flip a coin. Well, some people like would say, "Oh, you're gonna roll this, and uh, you know your stat represents the number you're supposed to hit." Yeah. That's another way of doing it. 
You don't always have what? to represent how many dice you roll. I'm just saying on your on, this game has like oh, a, that same mechanic right. as, as a lot of these adventure games are starting to have, you know? Seems huh. like Flying Frog might have done that first. I might be wrong. I don't know. First? Like we would know. <clears throat> We've been playing that long. They wouldn't know either. <laughs> <laughs> would they? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I know you're, you're playing an old man in this, aren't you? I was, yeah. Hmm. That's crazy. Let's see what that, that's like. Okay. I'm reading the top part, right? Yes, and you do the second part if you succeed the top part, and you do the bottom part if you fail. Okay, City of the Great Race. You're horrified to realize that the body you are inhabiting in this world is not your own. So I'm not an old man. Uh, the shock of seeing yourself in an alien conical shell threatens to shatter your mind. So I have to do a will The test. Great Race is snails. <laughs> right? <laughs> Hey, oh, old man, pretty you're pretty wise. Right. Yeah, you passed. So I pass. Uh, you steel yourself against the <clears> horror <throat> of this alien body and try to recall the knowledge necessary to build a device that will return you to your body. And I have to do a book, a lore check. Three. Yes! Yeah. Uh, if you pass, the machine works. Close this gate. Yes! If you fail, I did not, so we don't even need to know. There you go. But I still have to deal with this monster, right? Well, you get to shuffle these. Okay. Well, you you encountered him already this turn, so. Well, we, that was like, did we go past a phase? I don't, I don't know. We, did we? Yeah. We're supposed to do actions and encounters, so oh. it's now actually <laughs> my turn. Uh, well, no one told me. I did. You just let me go. Well, I shouldn't you have. You didn't stop me when... I should have smacked your dice hand. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Sometimes you need to just smack a woman. Senile. Well, a little role play goes a long way, doesn't it? I just it? want to point out that that was a Sean Connery imitation <laughs> that I did. Sean Connery actually did that. You can look he it did. up. It was... <laughs> he, he, it was to Barbara Walters, right? Yeah. Yeah, he actually did say it was okay to smack ladies. You can To, like, calm up. them down or whatever. Yeah old it's okay yeah but surprise <laughs> we we are only like 15 minutes into this game and, and we've I've, already broken the rules and i've already screwed up a rule <laughs> it doesn't sound anything like this it I didn't like but this, this time it didn't at least ruin the game or anything like well, that no not this time <laughs> <laughs> but nicole's getting into it she's already role-playing an old man that's the good news yes i'm an old man <laughs> that's my old man voice yep here's here's some more all right, so I guess I'm going to move, and I'll just go to the heart of Africa and see what happens. Nothing good happens there. <laughs> Nothing good happens All there? All right, so that was your first action. Your second action can be... <laughs> what is your second action? You she can, can do one of the She could rest. She oh. would, resting doesn't do her any good here. Oh, let's um, see if I can acquire assets. Uh, I think right, you have to do that in a city. Yeah, I think oh, it has yeah. to be in a city. Yeah, no, it has to be in a city. Never mind. Then I'll just prepare. Okay. And I gain a travel ticket. So you get a... She gets a land. No, wait. City spaces only. Gosh darn it. I can't oh. do anything. So then really, well, what we... you would probably want to do is go over here to the clue. Oh, wait. No, that... Well, still not going to do it again until, until she can do the encounter, which I skipped and went straight to, right? There has to what be something else she can do. I can't remember. She, she rests, she gets points back. She, she doesn't have any missing. You don't have to do two things. Well. If you want to really encounter the heart she's... of Africa, you're going to have to live a little lean. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Okay, so she's just hanging out until next turn? I guess so. That's okay. Okay. That's no problem. We're not going to lose the game because of that. Fair We're going to lose the game because of Nicole. No, <laughs> I think you may be why we were. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The uh, no, it just kind of it kind of was stinky that that I mean, it's barely the start of the game and already she finds herself in Africa unable to do anything. I don't yeah. know. I, I mean, there's there's plenty to worry about, and it builds as the course of the game goes along. It's just unbelievable that her first turn is awful. Hey, just hang out in Africa. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I guess every turn's not action-packed for her. But uh, That's okay. Not everyone should be action-packed. Makes the action seem more packed. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Two. So I gain a bodyguard or a oh, personal assistant. Awesome. They're going to keep helping you every turn. I know. Yeah, Reduces nice. the damage of monsters you encounter by one to a minimum oh, of amazing. one. Game plus one. Oh, that one's amazing too. Didn't you already have some sort of monster benefit though? <laughs> They're both good. See, maybe we'll one die when we're resolving. Influence test. You want oh, that influence? Oh man, do I want a bodyguard or a personal assistant? What's gonna beat a winged serpent? A personal assistant? Hey, I took your calls. You got three. <laughs> <laughs> How long is it going to take for me to get to that winged serpent? The winged serpent basically... didn't call you today. I know the winged serpent didn't call. I don't know if you have a meeting with him or not. <laughs> hey, most people. See or some guy who's like, "You want me to take that winged serpent out? <laughs> I'll do it. Fine, I'll take no, the guard. Take whatever you want. I'm taking the personal assistant. Yes! I was willing to have a personal assistant. Yes! I want to feel like I'm moving up in this world. I'm no longer just a soldier. <laughs> Sir, the winged serpent. Okay, so Paul. now he replaces that. Today's no good. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> I still don't know what the bodyguard would have done for him. I'm sure it would have been better than the personal assistant. I think it was in like an extra die in combat. Which is huge. Well, yeah, I know, but this is the thing is that, that, that one of the most, one of the more charming things about Chris is that he wants, he, he'll play a character however it wants. doesn't matter if it's a detriment or not. <laughs> and that, that's why it's, it's funny because I mean, honestly, and I, I honestly don't think, I don't think overall it was really a detriment. Oh, I don't think it would have mattered. I mean, personal assistant or bodyguard. Obviously, yeah. you could try to play the game really thuggish, but there's other ways you can help. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know? And, of course, uh, And you he know. loved that personal assistant. <laughs> he sure did. It was so funny. Anyway, here we go. San Francisco. When you get one of these cards, it'll say where, what area it refers to. Uh, San Francisco, a pulp author named Smith. Yeah, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Invites me to read his work. The stories disturb me, and I have to take a will check. I have one. I have one. Oh, <laughs> okay. I, I don't know about this. Hey, this is a kind of a scary story. You sure you can handle this? No. Yeah, yeah. you little girl. <laughs> I passed, so I gained insight on... Uh, on how to wait, I was supposed to do a different one. Sorry, lore. The fortune teller. Trying to interpret her words. I'm Hail. sorry. I did I did the wrong check, Hail. but I rolled one die, so I did pass. <laughs> but now but now the worst one is this No, like wait, I did the right one. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I started reading Arkham. I just screwed this up. Okay, I'm back to San Francisco. <laughs> Now, this is because there are multiple locations on each card. Because yes. you're in like a region. 
Right. Like you might be in the North American region and there's like three locations or four locations in North America and they're all represented on one card. Yeah, it will have three different spots on one card and you have to read the right one. (laughs) Luckily, luckily, I I mean, I did a one die check. So I wasn't going to screw it up. Exactly. It's not like you have to re roll one die (laughs) and you win or you lose. You know, especially if you succeed on a one die check. I mean, is there anything sweeter? <laughs> especially when you're rolling fives or sixes. I, I mean, know. That was that was what was great. And of course, like like a lot of dice game, you know, uh that that sort of celebration is going to happen during the course of the game. Oh yeah, especially when you're rolling good. I know. <laughs> Cuz I love to roll good. <laughs> Akachi. Akachi's turn. Now you can do her voice if you want to. I don't know if you a Nigerian <laughs> accent? Well, my life story is as a young girl in Nigeria, Kachi stayed uh-huh. apart from other children, preferring the company of imaginary friends. Her elders feared <laughs> oh madness with the Divya believed that she had been chosen by the gods. The wise old man taught her how to travel between worlds and how to marshal spirits. Now she's become a wise leader herself, traveling across Africa and teaching others to protect her themselves. She's re- recently arrived in Cape Town, and from here she will track down the dark forces that threaten humanity. All she right. sounds like more of a kook than Diana Stanley does. <laughs> she does, actually. <laughs> I grew up with my imaginary friends. So if you want to voice your imaginary friend, you can. <laughs> what is your imaginary friend's name? Actually, I, when I was a kid, I used to have an imaginary friend named Martha. Martha? Yeah, Really? My mom <laughs> How appropriate! Martha, that's such a great imaginary friend name. That's so funny. Got a little kid coming up with it. It's just too good. See, and that's and, and playing the character stories is, is the most fun. And, and what's more perfect than, than somebody's talking about their imaginary friend than somebody who's like, oh yeah, I had one named Martha. Absolutely. Is that amazing? <laughs> so you should always just share a part of yourself when you play these games. I know. And I, I gotta say that, that putting yourself, like playing the character, I always try to promote that for people when they play these games because Absolutely. it is so much more fun uh-huh. if you just play a character and throw out ridiculous quotes that this, you know, over the top already designed character might throw out. <laughs> Pretty funny stuff. Rome, you speak to a number of Vatican authorities about your investigations. They carefully consider my story. I have to do an influence at minus one. Hey, because of my ally, I get to actually do it at just by two. Yay! <laughs> Sir, the right. Vatican's on the phone. If you would pass. you like to talk to him, or would you like me to leave him, leave him a message? <laughs> you want me to tell him that you're out? Uh, personal <laughs> assistant, get me that appointment. Right away, sir. Let me get on the phone. He'll only talk to the Pope. <laughs> the Pope. No, I don't. I don't care. Right. Holy moly, he passed. I did. All right. If you pass, <laughs> thanks, assistant. I got this. All right. Uh, I'm thanks for is. doing my good Turns work. Turns out he was here. He was in the John. <laughs> <laughs> I gained the blessed condition. Yes. I am blessed. We are gonna win this game. Uh, thank you, assistant. <laughs> You're welcome, sir. I guess. Do you want coffee? <laughs> Actually, go ahead and bring me some coffee. All right, I'll, I'll go get the water from the, the container at the front of the church. Oh my goodness! <laughs> what he's blessed. Oh, okay, I get I'm it. Blessed. My background with Chris is we we've played role playing games before for <laughs> yeah. months and months on end before we've we've played. So it's 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 not out there that we're going to bounce things off each other. Absolutely. <laughs> 
but that is that that was perfect. That that's an example of us just sort of like role playing characters while the game's happening and how much more fun it can be. I love how personal <clears> assistant <throat> never gets an actual name. Just personal assistant is his name. <laughs> I know he doesn't ever give him a name. Nope. But but uh, you know what's funny about the blessed card is the, the blessed card is really cool in this game because you're you're rolling a, a six sided die, you know, just a standard die, right? And you're trying to score a five or a six to succeed, and the bless makes it. Four, five, or six, which makes your odds fifty-fifty. Yeah, so instead of that, now, now instead yeah. of thirty-three, you know, percent chance, you got fifty-fifty chance, which is much better, dramatically better. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. So you still have paranoia? I'm so paranoid because I didn't get the rest. <clears throat> no, I lose yeah. my card. I just got blessed. Well, you have to flip it over and read. Uh-huh, it. No. It says run roll, roll one die. On a one or two, discard this card. Oh. Because this is good. I don't get the extra blessing. It's only if I got another blessing that I flipped it. Damn. When they said sample the local cuisine, they didn't mean what you did. Shameful. I got blessed. <laughs> this coffee. It was not blessed water. Come on, assistant. I, I spiked your coffee with the whiskey like you normally do. Is that okay? <laughs> no? <laughs> what did the Pope say? I'll wait till you stop drooling. <laughs> I think personal assistant's going to get fired for that one. Easy come, easy go, right? The funny <laughs> thing about the blessed, I know the funny thing about the blessed card is, is that when you have the blessed card, you will every time remember that you have a blessed card and that you get a four, five, or six and you succeed. Right. There's also cursed cards, and those are the ones you conveniently forget that you have to roll only a six to succeed. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because th- that's awful. You know, then you're down in that 15%, 16% chance, and it's that's nightmarish. Yeah, it happens. It though. means you're gonna lose. But yeah, that's how that's how fast that can go. He has to he had to roll like you know some sort of die at the start of his turn. We have to roll to see if you get to keep it at some point. Yeah, and he lost it that fast. That fast. I mean, that's that's an almost instantaneous loss. It was like his next turn. Yeah, very sad. <laughs> totally ridiculous. I didn't even tell you my bad pun today. Oh yeah, we've got those that sensi thing, which kind of like the wallflowers. Just I've seen those snow. cars driving around town. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like you've seen those, haven't you? With the big cursive writing, uh, you're, you're like, does that say ecstasy? And it's like, no, it says sense to, uh, sensi. Do I get to see what his attack and stuff is before I encounter him? I mean, him? if you want to ruin the surprise and cheat. Yeah. <sighs> so. I don't think it's technically cheating. But when you're in a room with one of those long enough, you can't smell it anymore. <laughs> yes, but I don't so I have a that, lot. Uh, of... That condition is called, uh, it means that you've been desensitized to it. It's awful. I know, but... <laughs> I only have... It's so bad. I know, but I love puns. They're so fun. It's so bad. And I'm not kidding you. That cursive writing, I swear to you, on more than one occasion, it, looks, weird, it yeah. looks like it says ecstasy or something like that. Yeah, and like it's that. like, what is driving by? Oh, Sensi, okay. <laughs> Ridiculous. It's bizarre. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I am a soldier. I should know how to use guns. Weapons, maybe? W? <laughs> or is this... Where is this section? Oh, I feel like that's a question somebody asked when they were going to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I said, the gun section, man. I need some camo underpants. 
Sir, you're going to have to go over to Bass Pro Shops for this. Come back. Fine, do you just have some brown underpants? <laughs> uh, that's my worst joke, by the way. I'm walking down the hall with my clients yesterday, with the TV, and I'm rolling it down the hall, and I said, oh, so this is like a breast cancer month. I, I always think it's November, but I guess it's October, right? And they're like, yep, October. And they go, November is prostate month. And I go, what color is that ribbon? And they were like... Blue, and I was like, never mind. <laughs> Doesn't seem like an appropriate color. What does blue have to do with the prostate? I don't know. We're not going to talk about that. Let's move on. <laughs> Moving on. You are one. There you go. Uh, well, you can rest and then move there. You get a, yeah, you get a health and a sanity. Okay. And then you can travel. Yeah. If you believe in the sanity clause. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that's in right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Leaving okay. insanity clause? She had I an imaginary even... friend. I'm pretty sure she believes we in sanity clause. What? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know that good of imagination, so mine was like a cartoon character. What? What? <laughs> he drew my grandma's chairs. Drove my grandma's no, chair. No, drew on them. Put a pen. So you did it, and then you told your well, grandma. Well, I that told happened. her that Casper did it. For shame. For shame. Uh, this is unbelievable. She still has those chairs, too. That poor lady. That is absolutely ridiculous. I think Sabrina was about ready to wet her pants. She was laughing so hard. <laughs> my goodness. I can't believe. The, the Nicole that I know now, who is a rules stickler, would dare draw on someone's furniture and blame it on an I imaginary book. I was terrified of getting in trouble, which is why I follow rules now, is because I'm terrified of getting in trouble. I don't <laughs> want to get in trouble. And it will come my way. If, if I do something mildly, moderately wrong, <laughs> just, just, just barely squeaking the line of wrong, I get caught. Every time. Because nobody, not even and Grandma, no one believes buys in Casper, Casper anymore. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> you and one monster on your space each lose one health. Oh, so you can like just automatically hurt him if you're willing to take one health of damage. You can hurt him one point. Okay. But, but it is, it's an action, though, so you would have had to already have done it. Because it's an action. Oh, so that's an action I can do instead. Okay. Hey, can I say something annoying? Yes. No. He only has one hit point. So, so I would have beaten no, him. No, he did has two damage. hit points. How does he have two hit points? I think that's two hit because he had to roll. No, he two. does two damage. He has one hit point. I beat him. I should have gotten you that clue not. earlier. I should have never even. You are messed a crazy with all of this. <laughs> Give me this. Oh my god! With an imaginary friend named Casper. We're gonna. You stay out of this, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> Why, Martha? <laughs> Let me look at this combat thing. Fred's gonna make us lose. <laughs> yes, he is. But he already Probably. says he's okay with losing. Hold Probably. on a second. That's a Um, Yes, you're right, you beat. Oh my god! <laughs> the look on your face. Hold you on, so wait, no, seriously, that's like a whole bunch of hucklebuck. Look, don't squeak. Because I should have never gotten paranoid. You can get rid of it right now. Well, I'm gonna. It didn't hurt you yet. Do I get like a bonus for having that? No, you get to put him back in the monster bag. Can we put him back in the bag? Okay, and then I should have never gone to Rome and rested. I would have gone for the clue. Okay, then give me back your damage. 
He still took a point of damage. He still took a point of damage. Unless you wanted to rest instead, you could rest she and still do took a both. point of damage. Well, I still did that. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> what is going on? Well, no, I will rest here. <laughs> That's I what I just here. said. You can still rest there. I'm and pretty sure I just want to win this game. <laughs> but I don't care. Let's just do this. <laughs> Are you taking the clue? Well, the clue is on the encounter phase, isn't it? Yes. Yes. But I could have gone and done that, right? Yes. Go shopping? You you could. <laughs> you could try to go shopping if you're a cool guy. <laughs> what do I do have you have enough influence? I'm one. just going to warn you that you have one. Norman, you're not that cool, Whiskers. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, have, sorry, Norman. No, okay. not quite. I'm not. You're not blessed. Anybody want to help I me? I can still get a bank loan. <laughs> yes, Is you that can. what you were talking about? I was asking what ha- how do you get rid of debt? Yes, from a bank loan. <laughs> Somebody Can you me. get a debt? I pooped. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I truly I know. See, who tends doesn't pay attention to the rules? Uh. Me. <laughs> I read them really quickly. Why are you pooping? <laughs> you pooped. <laughs> I'm an old man. <laughs> Leave me to my. He's own. paranoid. Of course, he's gonna poop. Well, I'm not he paranoid. He needs to wear the pins. <laughs> that was your old man attempt at trying to influence people. Someone help me! I pooped. Well, your alter ego okay. was paranoid. <laughs> when I found no, out that I wasn't it. really a man, I don't know. Oh. That you when you thought that you were you. <laughs> no one's helping okay. you poop. <laughs> so. Someone help Back me. to the question at hand. Down on the yes. If he goes ahead and takes <laughs> one terrible. damage, he can do one damage, but he still has to do two more damage, right? Wait, are you encountering something? <laughs> no, because it's his turn to encounter. Oh, because you're, we, you're we, the person. I'm just going to fight we, him, we I guess. <laughs> are you? I don't know. Well, you might as well. You have to. You're on the space. Okay. <laughs> oh, my to. goodness. So I'm fighting him. Yes, here's a dice. In the space. So first, I get to do the will. Because I have to do the will in order yes, to take minus one yeah. on your will check. Okay, minus one means I only get three. You're a very willful guy. I... Stubborn, some might say. This is, this is the best workout I've gotten in weeks, guys. Aww. <laughs> 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 so apparently I can't encounter him. I'm not willful enough. <laughs> no, you can. You just lose two sanity. <laughs> So I automatically lose two sanity? <laughs> yeah, you didn't pass, so you lose two sanity. So then what happens when I have no sanity? You go Are you out of sanity? Yes. You just went crazy. Okay, you... <laughs> oh my god. Yes, I'm crazy. Oh my god, okay. So here's... <laughs> you, you actually have to flip your card upside down. Your guy has gone insane. Yes. It's okay. This is a, it's, it's a Lovecraft game. You're okay. So you got brain problems. You flip it over now, someone can... On your next turn, you're going to get a new investigator, because that guy went nuts. But you, but all your stuff is I think all your stuff's still there. I'll read about it. All the stuff is on the space. Yes. So get all your stuff, put it on the space, and I think it's like I can't remember. I, you off. might lose your allies. I don't know if. Oh, but well, I love my allies. Look, I might steal them from you if I can. <laughs> Just kidding, I won't. Here we go. Um, it says when you die via mind problems. Now when. D- damage, I assume, is only physical because this bodyguard doesn't reduce my mental okay. damage. Correct. Right. Okay, this is the this is the bad news. Uh, when an investigator has zero sanity, they are immediately defeated. Resolves the following steps: advance the doom track by one. Ooh. That's right. Move the investigator token to the nearest city space and lay them on their side, which okay. is where you're at. Then lay the type of uh, token that they lost on top of them. Collect the possessions they. Uh, the investigator discards all conditions, health, sanity, improvement tokens, places all his possessions, artifact, assets, 
spells, clues, and travel tickets on his investigator's sheet. He places the sheet and the possessions out of the way. They will be needed if the investigator encounters this defeated investigator. So I think you lose all your allies, but you don't lose the rest of your stuff. But... Like your personal assistant's like, well, he's dim. He's just out. Bodyguard, <laughs> you didn't help me out. <clears throat> he's like, what'd you say, crazy? You know what I heard? <laughs> you guys did that the exact same time. Okay, that was a long clip. That was but, a long clip. But it had so much in it. Well, I'd like to point out that maybe it's not just I'm a loser at these games, but you screw up the rules <laughs> and make me lose. I don't think so. I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> but this, yeah, I mean, this of course covered, of course, you know. Messing up rules. A yes. giant, Again. confusing, retrograde turn. That was a lot of stuff to Plus, go back and do. this is at one hour mark of our game, and we have our first player death, and Chris loses his personal, personal assistant, assistant <laughs> so I don't get to play personal assistant anymore. And, uh, you know. And he goes crazy. Yep, and he actually goes crazy, and we talk about what happens after player death. Yeah. Which, you know, usually becomes like a, we find out, you know, that it became kind of a, a good thing to go and investigate someone's death. Oh, yeah. I don't think in our Can previous be. games we'd ever done that, really. I don't know. I don't think we could ever get to it on time. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Let's see what else happens. A Wichita shaman teaches you a protective chant, but warns you that objects of power attract gig. Uh... Lore, test my lore. Roll two less dice for each artifact you have. I don't have any artifacts. I have a ritual and a trinket. So you're fine. Are those artifacts? No, because I think it says artifact, doesn't it? I don't know. Nothing. Um, Rolling. What did you say? What's an artifact? I think it's one of those things. Each card? That's the artifact deck. That's what I thought. Is it this one? Oh, the red ones? Mm -hmm. Okay, then I don't have any. Yep, so I test them. my lore three. It doesn't say anything. Lucky rabbit's foot. Lucky rabbit's foot. Lucky, Lucky rabbit's foot. foot. Please do something good. Ugh, I fail. Why are you so unlucky? You succumb to Yig's wrath, lose two health, and gain a poison condition, which doesn't die. matter because I'm dead. Oh my god! Unbelievable. Oh my god, we're getting destroyed. <laughs> yes, we are. So. Now this is like, you know, another like hour has gone by at this point. We, yeah. we This game is going on for a while. And at this point I had died and you finally died. So we're at three player deaths at this point in this when game. When did you die? Earlier. Oh, okay. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> what if it was funny? I can't remember if it was or not. Oh, okay. But anyways, it, it you know, here we are, and, and you've died, Chris has died, I've died, and it's just par for the course in these games. A properly, this is what's kind of cool about the Lovecraft kind of design. If it's properly designed, it doesn't matter if you die, because that's inevitable. <laughs> Because you're dealing with powers you can't control or com- comprehend, and yeah. you're, you're going just the mere sight of them can drive you to madness. It's supposed to be how it is, right? So if it's properly designed, you're you're probably going to die. Probably, 
And that that's and and you know the design part of the design of this game shouldn't be that you die or not. It should just be that yeah, you know, of course people died because there there's a whole series of people that who have to you know be involved to win this game. Right. But <laughs> so Nicole, even died though it's right a there. one player potential game too, so correct. But I mean, you'll <laughs> you, you'll play three or four people in a one player. That's player right. Game. <laughs> oh, there's the urban guide. I know a good restaurant down here. They got good I want chili. Him. I take <laughs> it alone. Oh my god! Oh my god. You take the debt. Take it out. Wow. Oh my Didn't that mean god. you still have one left? And I still have one left. Then is so when I can get the research. Well, dude. go ahead and fill it first. Just That's okay. true. <laughs> oh, and there's whiskey to prevent an investigator on your space from losing up to sanity. And I take the whiskey. Whiskey. All Instead right. of a research student. I want to be able to keep from losing. Everyone's like, oh, we're done. We're done. Roll one down. Five or six. Three hours later. I don't actually care as much about the research. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm just saying, this is one of those games that, like, it'll be, like, three hours later, and we'll be like, oh, my God, we rallied! You know, like. I hope we rally. It was a long game, though. Seriously, yeah, this is, we're at two and a half hours into this game. And we we had played this game like four times before, and every time it was like 90 minutes or less. Oh, yeah, way less. So this is kind of catching us off guard. This is a work night. Yeah. But Chris, you know, this is what's so great, is that Chris, despite the fact that he's he's died and, you know, is playing a different character, sticks to his guns and continues to buy allies (laughs) like crazy, right? Yeah. So what we're you know at this point though it's 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 getting pretty dark, right? Oh yeah, Bleak. everybody's dying. It's not not looking good. <laughs> Two and a half hours in. <laughs> Hopefully you live to Hopefully lose I that don't body. Die, I know. So I have to roll against sanity first, right? Yes. Okay, so I've got four. Is it minus something? I think it's minus two, or is it one? I don't know. There's She's licking my arm. It's uh, minus, minus one. one. Okay, but so yes, I still get three. Twice. Yes. She's so happy. So cute. Right. You succeeded twice. twice. Yay! So I don't take any mental damage. Correct. So okay, and then pepper. I strength four, I'm minus two, two, so two. Yep. Oof. Successful. Yes! So you dealt two damage. But you took two. Why do I take two? Because you have to deal four not to take damage. Yep. Well. Okay, I took two damage and I just hand over. Yep. yep. That's still pretty dirty. That is? Yeah, That's better has, than anybody else has done so far. It only far. has two hit points <laughs> left. Uh, and now you can encounter that dead body. I'm going to encounter that dead okay. body. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> In her hospital, Diana tells you to pick up uh, to pick up your things and bids you farewell. Gain all of her possessions. Heck yeah. You infer that she is being watched. Using your knowledge of the, t- the silver twilight, you try to determine <laughs> which doctors can be trusted. You have to roll okay. a book test, a lore test. Okay. Okay. Hey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh. Hey, there was one success. Okay. If you pass, you move Diana to a new hospital and she shares her secrets with you. Retreat the doom by one. Oh my Ooh. God, we're rallying. This is Yes, ridiculous. we are. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is that's the end of diana so she goes away now her body goes off the table and this card goes into a perfect thank you discard. diana awesome see i mean this 
I, the, here's the thing. I got to point out two things on that clip. Yeah. One, that was our dog Pepper licking Fred's arm at the beginning, just to be clear. Yeah, Nicole never licks my arm. <laughs> <laughs> and two, listening to that, I think we were playing the game wrong. Again, How are we playing the game once wrong? Once again. Because, as I read in the rules when I wrote them down here, if there's a monster, you have to fight it. You, you can't, did fight it. I know, but you have to kill it. If there's still a monster in the space... I thought you killed it. You did. You took two points of damage and you killed it. I thought it had two points left. You did two points. It had two hit points left. You killed it, but you still take two points of damage because it does like So four. it did die. So it wasn't still there. I didn't like just fight it once. No, I was dead. Oh, good. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Disregard. She's it was still Pepper right. licking his arm. No, oh, it was Pepper licking my arm. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully you live to loot that body. Die. Uh, San Francisco, I meet Hemet, a former Pinkerton agent, on the streetcar. I try to convince him to teach him how to be a detective. I teach him how to be a detective? I'm a fisherman. <laughs> Have you ever caught trout? <laughs> Let me tell you how to find where they're at. No! No. I'm terrible at you this. You taught him nothing. <laughs> yeah. If you, you fail, see? he's too distracted by his financial woes, gain a debt condition while <laughs> helping to support his family. <laughs> oh, it's too bad you can't catch trout and you can't find them. Here's all my money. Really? Let me talk to this mob boss and give you some cash. Come on! <laughs> Here you go. Here's your debt. That's awful. See, I, you know... It just encountering funny. We kept avoiding it because right at the beginning, Chris had asked me something about how to get rid of it, and I, I was, I thought he meant because the way that he said it, mm-hmm. I thought he was asking like a real question. I didn't realize it was part of the game. <clears throat> I got confused. Yeah. So like the whole game, I kept ignoring him on how to get rid of debt because I didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah. And now here you're forced to take on debt. <laughs> That's awful, isn't it? Was it was awesome. I loved it. <laughs> Each investigator with at least one ally asset loses three health and discards one ally asset. I don't have an ally. I do. I do too. So I lose three health and I discard a person. Yes, because they basically backstab you. Wow. Oh my god, I'm almost dead. I know. Do you have an ally? I die. You're you dead? Just died? No, your money bags. You can't. I know. But rallying. Oh. I was betrayed by my personal assistant. She was deep undercover. Oh my or god. Or the new urban guy. Okay, so you need a <laughs> heart on your dead corpse. Oh no! god! This betrayal so sucks. Okay. What happened? Did he did oh you actually god. do the rumor? I did. I finished the rumor. Oh, so that's gone. Okay. Well, that's good at least. But he's got so many good things and all the allies go away. I know. All his allies run away, though. Oh, my God. (laughs) Poor Chris. This is what's crazy is that Chris had set himself up. We were calling him Mr. Moneybags because he had set himself up so that every turn he could acquire an item for, like, no cost to himself and give it to another player no matter where they were. Well, it wasn't it wasn't a cost. It was, but he had like tons of influence or something. Yeah, like he was never gonna fail. Yeah, he totally 
He so, had all kinds of bonuses. It was well, ridiculous. like I think he was, I think he was blessed and standing on like some city, and he had like he was rolling like a fistful of dice every turn yeah. to score fours or better. Yeah, and that that he could give an item to anyone, like to someone else, every turn. Right. So he was just literally he was just supplying all of us. The yeah, whole it was game. awesome. So it was, then, it was actually pretty tragic when he died. Well, especially because he'd even he'd even rallied and gotten his personal assistant back at that point. Well, no, it was actually, it wasn't his person. He misspoke. It wasn't his personal assistant. It was like the Metro Specialist or something like that, or, or some sort of Urban Specialist or something like that. Metro Specialist? <laughs> might, as, might as well be. Okay. It was like an urban urban expert or something like that. I thought, he, I thought he actually did get the personal assistant back, too. I don't though. think so. I don't think eh, so. Okay. But I just thought it was so fun that, that, that his ally is what ended up killing him. I thought the irony. That was awesome. <laughs> it was the irony. It was fun. Poor guy. And, and so much for the rally, right? No kidding. I go ahead and do a rest action as well. And I've got persisting illness. The rash covering most of your body continues to spread. You are regularly <laughs> stricken with fits of coughing and it has become hard to move. I have to do a strength check, which is three dice, because this guy only happens during combat. Yes. You succeed. Uh, if you pass, discard this card. So I'm no longer poisoned. And on my second action, I'm going to do a local action and try to test my influence to get rid of this debt condition. Ugh, I don't. I talked to the wrong person. <laughs> and I'm still hurt. That's what's even worse. All right. It's Cookie's turn. All right. No, now it's uh, time for the uh, oh, it's encounter. encounters because oh, yeah. she's the main person. <clears throat> That's right. You're going to encounter this dead body, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. We need to know oh, what um, physical ailment. One. Nolman can <clears throat> hardly move in his hospital bed and points to his notes and suitcase. Gain all of his possessions. He begs you to use this telescope to record the current location of the stars. The work is slow and demanding, but you focus as best you can to give him accurate results. Test your will. Oh, oh I was going to say observation, but no, will. That's nice. You got five, five. dice. All right, you succeeded. You don't have to roll the last one. If you pass, Norman's insight into the Ancient One proves accurate. Retreat doom by one. Jeez. And whether you... <laughs> Pass or not, discard this investigation. Oh my god! I cannot believe we're not dead yet. This is like the slowest this game's ever gone. I've never seen this. It's amazing. Yeah, in in this game, I'm telling you, you have a doom track that's like eight steps long or whatever, like 15 steps long, and you might have it moved back once. Yeah. And, And that clip was, I think, the third or fourth time that had moved back away from us dying yeah and it it just was it was stunning me because i mean at this point i mean honestly (laughs) we're like over two we're like two hours and 45 minutes into this game and and it's almost gone double the length of normal and we're just i'm just in shock that every time we we do some weird action it moves the step back and it just I don't know. It, it was the most the most ping pongy game of this I've ever seen. Absolutely, for sure. The voices. She's very loving. In the She's past, nice you've barely been able to hear the whispering at the edge of your consciousness. <laughs> now that the voices are more audible, 
You can oh hear the horrible God. demands they are making of you lose one sanity, which means I'm crazy. There. Oh my God. So, all the stuff. That was extra crazy. Hey, does that mean yeah. I get rid of my poison, though? Yes. Yes. Those go away. All your conditions you go. go away. You're no longer poisoned or hallucinating. Um, well, I don't know about that. You might still be hallucinating. That and flips I lose, over. I lose the clue, too, don't I? I don't know. I don't remember. Let's just keep it. Why not? It's on sure. there. We're going to lose anyway, so. Um, moving right along, where are the rest of the cards? Do we have anybody left? They're over there. Well, at least Nicole's positive that we're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, I died twice at that point. This brings our death count for the game up to five. I know. I mean, that's just, that's just part of the game. Yeah. It didn't feel nice, though. What, dying? Yeah. Well, you had only died two times. Yeah. You and died it wasn't twice, my... Chris died twice, I died once. It wasn't my allies that had killed me, so <laughs> I guess it could have been worse. <laughs> I know, you could have lost a lot, right? Yep. Do the right thing. Oh, so I may have come to collect my debt and I flipped this card. The bag man. Ooh, he looks horrific. <laughs> this is terrible. A man surprises you in your hotel room and presses you for information. You fear that if you do not tell him what he wants to know, you'll never be heard from again. You may spend one clue token. No, I can't. Uh, if you do not spend a clue token, move to a random space and become delayed, then discard this card. So draw, I gotta draw a uh, clue token out of the bag, just any of them, doesn't matter. Okay. And I can move to that space. The Heart of Africa. Oh my god. <laughs> and and I get the delayed condition. <laughs> this is unbelievable. <laughs> we have lost this game big time. I need the uh, 45 automatic. Now, see, of course, the 45 automatic wasn't for Nicole. Because <laughs> she was losing. But the, uh, what's so bad is, is, I believe what we're dealing with in this game is that if you ever run out of clue tokens, like go to draw one and there's not one available, you can lose the game like that as well. Not clue tokens, mythos cards. There was something else, but I think I think it might be clue tokens as well or something. Not in the main book, but then again, there's a whole reference book too. <clears throat> because we were getting and worried about it. Like also the expansion rules that we Well when I didn't you, even look when into you those. die, those clue tokens get stuck with you. And if you run out of clue tokens because they're all on the board, I think you lose the game. I didn't see that. And we were trying not to because we were trying to rush to one of the dead bodies to get clue tokens back. Maybe we were just trying to get the clue I tokens. I think we were just trying to get them. But we were trying to get enough because we we knew we were running out of time. Well, because we hadn't focused on the clue tokens earlier in the game because mm-hmm. there was nothing really pertinent that we needed them for. Yeah. So we were trying to do other things. But then a mythos card came up where we had to have the clue tokens in order to solve the rumor or whatever. Yeah. And we just, nobody had any because we hadn't bothered collecting them earlier in the game. Yeah, and we kept so having, we scrambling. well, and I kept getting forced to spend them on cards. Like, you know, it, it would say yeah. you're either going to lose another character or you're going to spend your clue token to well, avoid Well, at some it. point, Sabrina used some for re-rolling too, I thought. I because we weren't that. needing them. But yeah, I mean, so we, we were desperate for Don't them throw away your clue tokens they're they're more valuable than you think. Yeah, if the wrong mythos cards come up, they're like cool. they're like gold. Yeah, absolutely. That's for sure. There we go. One, two. You succeed. Yep. yep. All right. Now you make a strength, strength at minus two. Minus two. Unless you can do some other stuff that boosts you up, like your enchanted blade. Yeah, you have an enchanted blade, and you have a spell or ritual. Incantation. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, plus three during combat encounters. Oh, yeah. You also would have gained plus one, but that yeah, doesn't matter at this point. It. So plus three minus one, so you have actually then four that you're attacking with, with that blade. Five. Well, technically you're attacking with six because it's three and three, but then minus two is four. Right? There's the minus two. Three plus one plus one plus two. No, because, because this is minus two. That's not that one. I'm putting oh, that one. Sorry, yeah. this one is minus two. Minus two. It is minus two. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I thought I thought you said minus one the first time. This is what happens whenever everyone else is dying and your character just continues to live and collect stuff. This is how complex trying to figure out how to roll a die can get. It was crazy because she like, what was the deal with? Why was she even getting like? She got plus. I don't know. Doesn't matter. She was getting a lot of dice, but you had to take them away because of certain effects, and <laughs> it was very confusing. And it's already at that point. It we were nearing, a, you know, the midnight hour, and we'd all been up since like way early in the morning, so we were tired and oh, goofy. Oh yeah, for sure. But that's that's how bad it was getting for sure. If you pass, you find that Charlie's health is beyond recovery, but he's still in good spirits, and you have a long talk. Talk. Retreat doomed by one. Oh my, oh my god. god. Hey, I can travel a lot. That's pretty awesome. It's unbelievable. Alright, your dude is out of here. I've never seen this happen like this before. I okay. don't know what it is about when I play games, they go forever. This is a long This one. is the longest one we've ever played. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I need a general. This is like encounter. our fifth game of this, and, and all of them have been encounter. under two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to play Talisman ever again. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. Because I fell asleep halfway through. They were like, come on, Sabrina, play with us. We need a fourth person. All right, guys, I'll play with you five hours later. Oh, the, Five hours of talisman. The burdens oh. of having a board gaming husband, right? <laughs> I love board games, but... Five hours of talisman would really make me not want to play so much well, for see, quite I, a while. I remember the, the last game that we played of talisman. It lasted 30 minutes. And you won. I know. See? Always. <laughs> Always. <laughs> I don't know how I did it. I just built magic up as high, high as I could and walked right into the middle. Yeah. Straight to the crown and took the game in 30 minutes. Yeah. I was expecting it to go a lot longer. Not that I wanted it to necessarily. <laughs> Do you know what Talisman seems like to me, though? No. What? It's like the monopoly of D&D role-playing games. Kind of. You're probably right. Totally. Don't land on Park Place. Exactly. There's, <laughs> there's a Minotaur there. Don't land in the swamp. <laughs> but that's all it seems like to me. I think that's why, in a way, it's kind of comforting, but in a way, it's kind of like, ugh, no, not five hours. I know, and it was, it was introduced to me by a guy a long time ago, and I had not played it. Yeah. In the mid in the mid 90s he he actually introduced it to me and said said you got to play this game. I don't own it, but it's the best game I've ever played. And I was Well, because it wasn't Monopoly. Well, so I was dying for it. And when Fantasy Flight reprinted it, I bought it. Yeah. Because I was like, "Oh, this that. is the game. This is the game that Mike talked about that's supposed to be amazing. It's yeah. not amazing." Of course, now that I'm thinking about it, I almost want to play. Oh my god. Not I, tonight. I think you have it on your iPhone. Do you? <laughs> I think so. Prologue. Why didn't do the mythos phase? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. We lost. Seriously? Lightning bolt. Yep, lightning bolt. That means this card went off. (sighs) 
Which means this says uh, if there are no Eldritch tokens on this card, the investigators lo- lose the game. That's it. The spider killed us. <laughs> we were How trying so hard. Kill everybody? It just says a sect of the Alec Nacha worshippers have called forth the nightmarish spider. Ongoing. When this card enters play, the spinner of the webs is placed on space nine. When it's defeated, solve this rumor. When there are no Eldritch tokens on this, the investigators lose the game. And there's supposed to be three. And they go, every time that comes up, you discard one. How does a giant spider kill the whole world? Have you not seen Kingdom of the Spiders? Have you not seen... Oh, this is something we can do to stop it. We can spend clues equal to two to stop it. Nobody has any clues? Mm-mm. Okay, we lose. <laughs> we lose. I would have gotten this clue if I had known that. Yeah. That's I okay. Yeah, I didn't know that either because I could have used my action to gain a clue and then I could have used whatever that know. thing was. I didn't notice it until just now. Good job. I, I got no, the clue. Okay. This, this clue is mine. <laughs> it's three hours and 12 minutes. It's yeah. okay that we lost. <laughs> no! At this that's point, why we had to turn it around. We had to turn it around. It's midnight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It is five till. Wow. It was fun, anyways. It was fun. I we did enjoy well. this. That's a good game. It's, it... it is five till. <laughs> <laughs> What's so bad is is I gotta say that, that Sabrina was really a trooper because oh yeah we we found out that that she had like a ridiculous like twenty four hour work shift starting at nine a.m. the next morning yeah because she like she works in a hospital and is still going to school for yeah. hospitaling um so yeah she had a shift and school mm-hmm. and was literally going to be getting up at eight a.m. the next morning to work a twenty four hour shift between school and work yeah ridiculous absolutely i don't know that i could do that but then again i couldn't be a doctor anyhow because blood <laughs> gross <laughs> well there you go and i gotta point out too kingdom of, the, kingdom of the spiders awesome rent it right now go do it it's a good one it's awesome yep cheesemo uh, but great so this uh that is the finale of our game session so what do you think about eldritch horror I love that game. Yeah? I think it's very fun. I mean, like, there's all the adventure in it. You've got little stories happening here and there. It's not one single story that I have to memorize all the way through, but you get little bits of it. Yeah. It's like single-serving stories. I like it. Yeah, and it is, it is, it does seem to get, like, a full, you know, you know, full bunch of stories, and there's, like, little mini-stories all over the place that all come together into this one overarching effect. Yeah. And, and I do like the game a lot more when it's shorter. Yeah. That, that three-hour mark was just, it, it was agonizing. It was just, we were tired at that point. Yeah. We were done. We were ready to be done. Because <clears throat> yeah. normally, you know, we would have played that game and maybe played one other real quick game to mm-hmm. wash it down with, you know. Yeah. But no, not that night. Nope. That was it. But I, I think it's I think it's a great game. I think that the, uh, you know, in the scope of these these sort of adventure games, it's it's top tier you know it's it's absolutely it's right up there with a touch of evil it's right up there with you know fortune and glory any of the flying frog games i mean it's they're it's identical to those and if you haven't noticed fred loves those games i do (laughs) so what do you rate in this one um i love it i love it i want to play it again i I can't see it ever leaving my collection i think it's five okay i just don't i actually 
if you're in that type of adventure game, you know, if you like that type of adventure game, it's it's top notch. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I, I think I give it a five. I, think, I really I think, like that game. Yeah, fun factor. I think it's absolutely a five. Uh, as far as okay. teaching this teaching to someone Difficulty. who's who's not a gamer, mm. <laughs> I mean, I, this is not one that I would ever take to my to my parents' house. Well, not your parents' house because they just wouldn't like it based on yeah. being alone. They're not big on the horror genre. Yeah, but like I would I would say that this is this is you know difficulty five to teach. To someone who's a non-gamer. I, I'd say that you could I probably get... I think it depends on their patience level. And if it was just one person that yeah. hadn't played, you could maybe make it a four, maybe. Just because, I mean, it, the individual yeah. parts of it aren't hard. Roll these dice. Yeah. Match it up. What, what are you supposed to be testing? The little book? Okay, that's your lore. Yeah. You're going to roll your dice because you've got a three. You get to roll three of them. What'd you roll? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, the individual parts of it, but it's just the putting it all together part might be kind of overwhelming. But since it's cooperative, you might be able to kind of guide them in the right direction. Look, Chris and Sabrina are are like seasoned gamers. Yeah. And they jumped right in. Oh, yeah. And they absolutely. knew what was going on pretty mm-hmm. quick. Uh, but I keep thinking like to my brother when he played uh, Touch of Evil at Christmas time with us. And I felt like almost every turn, if I wasn't, you know, there to guide him or kind of help him, that it probably wasn't going to happen. I think that's most games like this, though, for a novice player. You think so? I think so because See, that's they don't what I'm know I what think to it's really difficult. They don't know how. They don't know where they're going from here. Yeah, it's that end game. Once they've played it once, then no problem. Yeah, and being in general, but. So I don't know. I think I think with a little bit of of helpful quarterbacking, not pushy quarterbacking, yeah. I think it could be. I think it could possibly be a four. Um, but learning it to be able to play without anybody that you know playing it, like if you're just teaching yourself, definitely yeah. five. Yeah, I would say I would say with an audience who's not used to this, has zero experience with this type of gaming, I would say that would be a five. Absolutely. It's going to blow their mind, and they're just going to say, "I have no idea why you would ever play this." Yeah, it's too it's too into the deep end. But I would say that someone who's got experience, like maybe even even like a little bit of Dungeons and Dragons background or any kind of gaming, could probably get this. It's about a three for a seasoned person on difficulty. Uh, that I still go four. Really? Yeah. All right. There's just so much. That's the the absorption level is just huge. It is a full experience. Yeah, it's a full experience. Well, I mean, and that's all we have to talk about then. So that brings us to the end of this podcast. Now, we uh, we do ask you guys to write us questions if you have any questions about what we do comments or comments uh you can write either fred at talkaboutboardgames.com or nicole at talkaboutboardgames.com or you can just visit the website talkaboutboardgames.com and click the little contact us button that's right um (laughs) we will be back again two more weeks yes Uh, the next game i believe we're going to play is scoville it's just nicole and i playing this one and uh We'll see how that goes when we play this hot pepper themed game. <laughs> but thanks, uh, thanks again to Chris and Sabrina for allowing us to record that session yeah. and enjoy that game with us. Uh, we'll have them over again, a lot of fun. you know, sometime I'm sure. 
And I uh, hope you guys tune back in again uh, for another episode of our podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, this is a kind of a scary story. You sure you can handle this? No. Yeah, you little girl. <laughs> Hey, this is Fred from the Talk About Board Games podcast. First off, thanks for listening to episode five. Second, don't forget that if you want your opinions or comments shared on our podcast, be sure to write us concerning our next What About That topic, your favorite desert game, or story concerning Tucson. Contact us as usual at our website, talkaboutboardgames.com. You may email your comments or questions to Fred at Talk About Board Games or Nicole at talkaboutboardgames.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at TA Board Games or Facebook us at Talk About Board Games.